0: Hello, everybody. It's me, Ross, and welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social. This week, I'm joined by Welsh Mark, James, and Bono as we discuss the two 1 0 wins over Gillingham and Doncaster. Kieran McKenna, six wins in eight games. And we're going to look ahead to Town's trip to Milton Keynes this weekend. 7,000 plus Town fans in that away end. It's going to be great. Can't wait for that. Um, Welsh Mark, welcome back to the show. How are you? Very well,
1: thank you. Very nice to see you all. All is good here in Wales. Um, enjoying this, this this good run of form, six wins out of eight. Uh, it's it's very pleasant. Uh, looking forward to coming out in the next couple of weeks now over half-term with my son Joseph for the Cheltenham game. So we're going to go for a, a pint in the Greyhound. Well, Joe won't have a pint because he's only 10, but you know, uh, I certainly will. And we're going to have some lunch there and then wander down to the game. Yep. Love it,
0: love it. And uh, that was the first time I met you, of course, was in Cheltenham when we lost two one. was, ones, yeah, basically.
1: yeah. So we'll we, we have done them both, home and away. So I'm love hoping it. for a better result at home.
0: Yes, uh, Ben Tozer isn't playing, so he won't be doing the long throw. We don't need to worry about that. No, they sent him to Wrexham. Yes, because um, i have got a lot of money, Wrexham. Um, over to you then, James. Welcome back to the show. It's always been a pleasure to see you in person, but it's
2: good to have you back on the pod. How are you? Thanks very much, Ross. Yes, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Um, coming back on after we've won some games, so after a little break from the from the uh, fan social pod, I'm uh, back on to spread the good news and uh, talk about some good times for Twitch for a change. So yeah, looking forward to it today.
0: Yeah. Normally this is our counseling session for us to just sort of like talk about shit, but thankfully it's been good wins and clean sheets. And the final man joining us this week is a beautiful man. And it is Bono. How are you doing, my friends? That's it. Hey, I'm all right. How are you? Good. Good. It's been a good week. And I always look forward to my Thursday evening speaking to you guys and all other fan social posse members. And, um, yeah. Shall we start off, Bonner? Let's start with you right now. How are you okay. feeling at the moment in terms of the two back-to-back 1-0 wins? Clean sheets, very different wins against bottom-of-the-table size, Gillingham and, and Doncaster. Take it away.
3: Feeling good. Feeling really good. I mean, for anybody that kind of knows me a little bit, that's ever met me, they'll kind of know that I kind of follow the optimist's creed to kind of like to, to the word. And um, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really happy with actually with 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 what I'm seeing uh, both on and on the pitch. Obviously, the game at the weekend, um, we huffed and we puffed, which you know, I think I said quite a lot at the start of the season, but we got there in the end, you know, we used the the injury break to kind of change things up, and um kind of Chaplin Baby pops up um with an absolutely fantastic goal. It was it was interesting that on on the news coverage, not the news coverage, sorry, the TV coverage on Quest, they were talking about handball, and it's like, like, watch it, he went nowhere near his hand, it kind of like ricocheted, it's the word I love, ricocheted off his, like, face, I think it was, and um, he banged it in, Um, I just really like how we are, we're so cool and calm and composed, and there's no, there's no panic, is there, everything's kind of very calculated, and they know what they're doing. And they looked really, really well drilled, and that was that was evident um, on Tuesday night against good old Donny, um, home of the King of the North, John Watson, of course. And um, we would that was we were just I would say that we were exceptional. Had we had scored more goals, but I think we were had our had Bon been slightly more kind of with it i think we would have absolutely put them to the sword you look at the stats in terms of possession and shots and you know over 600 passes and things like that they you know i've always i've always been a bit of a proponent of oh you know stats they're worthless you know because if you have like 70 percent possession but you don't do anything with it then it kind of means nothing but we we, we did do stuff with it you know the way <clears throat> the way that we were making runs and keeping the ball and you know players doubling up and and things like that it was I'm, I'm feeling good good things good things are on the horizon my friends it's just it's all about belief it's all about belief
0: indeed and uh, what's not like mark you know better back games with clean sheets i know the Gilliam game was uh, very much whew, Just about got over the line with that. Um, We didn't kill the game off maybe against Doncaster, but it was a professional performance. What's your overall thoughts on those two games?
1: Overall, clinical. Okay. Uh, We are well, well drilled. Uh, I love the fact that we seem to be able to change the the, the players in the side but uh, maintain a, you know, the same formation the same philosophy and the same outlook and it doesn't change greatly there's a few little you know tweaks here and there up front with a three or, or two number 10s or 12, you know two and the like behind the striker and you know one up front we mess around with it but overall it doesn't change dramatically I get the impression that the players look a lot better coached and drilled than I've seen for a long time. I love listening to McKenna. He speaks so much sense. You get the the impression that there's a really steady hand at that tiller, you know, and, you know, he knows what's going on. He knows how to make changes. He can see the game, the whole big picture, and he can flex and change it to adapt if things aren't going well. And, you know, we've waited a long time for that. The number of times i said when Cook was there, for goodness sake, you know, how long is it going to be before he sees it that's not working and goes to plan B? And it never happened. So I'm I'm very pleased that we've got a man at the helm now who's prepared to do that, and you know, and, and to coach our players well. Possession stats are great. You know, we do we we do look very comfortable in the ball on the ball. At times, again, I get frustrated that we go sideways a lot, but you know, that's a that's been going on for for, for quite a while, really. But you know, that's against Doncaster, we we had. Great possession stats and ridiculous amount of passes 594 or something. Only four teams have had a higher pass completion rate this season, and they are Man City, Liverpool, and Swansea. Funnily enough. So that's terrific. But against Doncaster, I thought we were very good, very progressive. And there were some lovely sweeping moves there. Uh, And I I really, really appreciate it when I see Danassian streaking down the right and and getting to the bye there and getting past Burns to get a cross in. It looks so threatening. And on the other side, Thompson as well. I thought he was great. You know, he showed a lot of promise. And I think if he can push on a little bit more, I think we'll have a real asset on our hands. Had we been more clinical against Doncaster, I think we could have been two or three up by half time. You know, Macaulay Bond is really not not on that hot streak that he was a few months back. Uh, I think he needs a goal, uh, a bit of confidence, and I think they'll they'll start going in again. But you know, we we could quite comfortably been a couple of goals up, and it would have been a very different score then, as it was. You know, in the second half, even at 1-0, I wasn't particularly concerned. You know, I, I I never really thought that we were going to concede a goal. I know Don Carter were a poor side. I was at Portman Road for the for the 6-0 thrashing, and they really are a poor side. They've improved since then. But I never felt under threat. So, no, I'm positive. You know, not the two best games, two, two poor Size, but you have to beat them, and we have beaten them. It's six wins out of eight. You know we're maintaining that momentum. There's a, a system in place there. There's a good structure. The, the, the players are well coached. I feel as though we've got a, a, a good man at the tiller there. I certainly think the the, the the back line is looking a lot stronger. I like Wolfenden in the middle. Edmonton I think, has been great. A few loose passes. Wolfenden looked a bit overconfident a couple of times uh, last night. Sorry, Tuesday night. Um, but, but you know, we're fine. We got through it. And Danassian, to me, has been the player of the season. I thought he was absolutely brilliant against Doncaster. He was everywhere. There was one run in the second half where he, he streaked past Wes Burns on the overlap or Chaplin, and he was crying out for a pass to him, which never arrived. But I thought, my God, he's made that run from one of the pits to the other. And, you know, it's it was terrific to see. And I was itching for him to get a goal, actually, because I thought that would have been perfect. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. You know, I... I they are they are two poor sides that we've beaten, and we've got tougher tougher tests to cover. We're gonna to have to to raise our game up again to beat you know some of the better sides around us that we need to beat to you know to claw those points back on them, but overall, I'm feeling more positive than I felt in a long time. i mean I'm still not sure how how far and how high we can go, but I'm rather enjoying winning Town fan again,
0: yeah, I think a lot of people are and just doing these podcasts it feels more refreshing for us to actually talk well, about good things
1: I, I, i'm thinking back to my moan uh, w- you know when we got beaten in the fa cup and how yeah. how angry i was and you know you know had i had a cat I, I wouldn't have kicked it but i probably would have said something unpleasant to the cat you know uh, and i was so annoyed you know it was it was it was horrific you know and, and I, I i was so low i felt low for days i know anything like that but um i feel a hell of a lot better now
3: Imagine how it was in person, Mark at Barrow. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, oh, you were there, my friend. Oh dear thanks. me, I,
3: thanks, thanks for the memories. That's all I'm going to say. I'll go back on mute again.
0: Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, even watching on TV, it was it was painful. Um, but James, over to you. Um, two banana, you know, skins that we didn't slip over. Uh, that is normally those sort of games we would do. Dillingham um, was very much on the edge there, but thankfully got the wins. But um, it just cruise at this team. Can win games even when we go against teams who are maybe. Oh, I saw a a few moans and groans on social media about the result, but and the performance in general, but we've got the win,
2: yeah. So, I think the way I'd sum up the last two games have been from worrying to encouraging, and I say that because if you're if you haven't watched either of the games, if you have basically just turned on at full time and seen the results you think one they'll win perfect three points in the bag and then again on Tuesday three points in the bag absolutely love that Like right. two wins and as you said Ross potential banana skins against teams that have been struggling this season but actually watching both games in Saturday on Saturday in person and Tuesday on I follow you see a number of similarities about our play we kept the ball very well We had nice passing play and uh, we dominated both games in that sense of the word. But Saturday was worrying because there was no creativity. There was no real forward thrust. There was not a lot of drive for us to get forward and create chances. I think we only had maybe two shots in the game, one of which we scored. I think Wes Burns had a shot in the first half. Conor Chaplin had a shot in the second half. They were the only two chances of note I can think of in my brain. And I came away from that game thinking Gillingham should have got at least a point and potentially more based on the chances they created. Not on the patterns of play. Like they were set up in a way to defend and to like try and catch us out. But I was not by no means thinking that is a team that can challenge us this season. Switch that forward a few days to Tuesday. And hey, what a, far more encouraging performance um a performance which deserved a far greater score line than 1-0 we were more creative we were still had vast amounts of possession as Mark was saying but we were just creating more more chances more crosses in the box uh, and that is the thing in League One where teams just don't like it is if you get the balls in their box cause a little bit of trouble and then it can ping around everywhere and we were doing that and to be fair, unfortunately McCauley could should have had a couple of goals. Um, just wasn't wasn't his night. They're gonna come though, because he's getting in those positions. I'd rather my striker gets in those positions than uh than is completely outside the box. So he's doing all the right things, he's just that ball's not going in the net. And um like Donassian had a header, I think Wolford had a header. We had chance we had chances galore on Tuesday. So I'm so encouraged from that performance. The clean sheets are beautiful. We've won six games under McKenna. We've kept a clean sheet in five. That is absolutely imperious. And it means that we can get away with missing these chances because we and win games 1-0. Whereas before, they would have won one draws because Ipswich Town have a mistake in them or more often than not, we'd end up losing 2-1. So to be able to have that bit of solidity with five defenders at times, because that's kind of how we play when we're defending, that's brilliant. The only the only thing that's in my brain that I'm just thinking is that we've beaten sides that we probably should beat. Apart from Accrington, that who were pretty much on our level in the table, all the other teams, I believe, we should have beaten quite comfortably or should have won. We would have put on paper, we, we should win that game if we've got any chance. We had to do it and we have done it. And the ones we've come a cropper with have been Bolton, who are on a good run of form, and Sheffield Wednesday, who are up there. So it's going to be really interesting over the next few weeks when we play when we play the MK Dons when we sorry when we play Mill Keynes when we play some of the other teams that are in and around us. It's going to be really interesting to see if we can compete at that level and do what we need to do to be able to continue our rise up the table.
0: Well said, as always, James. Whilst there's ever and um, let's talk about then McKenna six wins, eight games, and uh, the playoffs. Six points off now. Um, I want to see where your current feelings going into it at the moment. Uh, so, Bono, over to you. How are you feeling? I know you're a positive man anyway, but can we still, still do it? Is the season, season still alive? You know, this weekend is the biggest game of the season and probably the biggest game in McKenna's management career as well.
3: I'm just i just getting some breaking news. I'm just going to look out my window. Uh, so... So I've just seen like, the bus has gone past, uh, McKenna's at the wheel and um, flipping, get your fancy shirts on, boys, because we are partying in May. Um, yeah, the season is is, is not dead. Um, I think if we carry on how we are, um, then we will sneak in and we'll be that informed side, you know, cast your mind back to, um, um, to the early part of this millennia where we obviously went up via the playoffs, but we were, you know, we were flying high and then fell down and then went up via the playoffs. We're going to be that kind of that Crystal Palace team a few years ago that were absolutely crap and then kind of won every, they won like 12 games or something like that and then went into the playoffs. So hopefully we're going to be that form side. That said, there's a lot of, a lot of big games, a lot of football to be played. And I've, I have seen, I don't like commenting too much on whatever people put on social media. You know, free speech is really important, but also, you know, you are you are not without consequence. And um, a lot of people have been saying, oh, well, you know, if everybody else carries on winning, then we'll still finish ninth. Well, that's ridiculous because somebody, some form, some teams are going to lose form. Uh, as we've seen this, anybody can beat anybody in this division. Um, as we saw, you know, at, at the weekend when Donny beat kind of Sunderland, didn't they? So, you know, I, I I I am really really impressed with what Kieran McKenna's building. He, I think we are. I get the impression, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not aiming too big or dreaming too high or anything like that. But I really do feel like we we kind of like we are witnessing like the birth of a legend type thing I don't know he's like he's managed like eight senior games and he's 35 and this is his first job but everything like he just kind of like eminence or he emanates sorry greatness and I just I don't know it's kind of it's really hard for somebody like me who's very very optimistic and you know glass half full type gentleman to um kind of not to get too excited because I I did the same with with Cook I did the same with Lambert when we went on that fantastic run when he's kind of buying people beers and he's having um photos with section 6 it's kind of that relationship ended quite badly between those two parties and then like everybody else as well so you know um it's yeah I think we're going to do it I don't care how we do it um You know, again, going back to social media, there's and 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 radio phone ins as well. Stop ringing in complaining because we're not. Oh, you can edit that bit out. Um, just I just think we need to kind of mute our or temper our kind of expectations really and just take one game at a time and kind of consider where we were this time last year or even or even two or three years ago and and kind of the the position that we're in now. So, yeah. There
0: you go. That's me. That's you. That is Bono's thoughts. Uh, Mark, over to you then. then. Uh, six points off the playoffs, um, but we've got still got to play a lot of the teams above us. Um, definitely MK Don's, I'm sure they're going to be fighting for possibly the top two. Sorry, Milton Keynes. Sorry, Bono. But Mark, over to you.
1: Okay. Well, currently we're averaging, since McKenna took over, 2.25 points per game, apparently. If we continue that, then we will be in the playoff places. Um, I was lucky enough to go to the playoff final in two thousand. I've got the picture of it and the and the ticket on my wall, as Bono will know, because he's had a tour of my office along with all the other Ipswich Town memorabilia I've got here. My son is 10 and he's desperate to go to Wembley for the playoffs. Absolutely desperate, because since he's been born, all he's seen in Ipswich Town is just dire rubbish, relegation. I'm 27
2: and I'm still waiting to go to Wembley Mark.
1: <laughs> you, I'll take you both, James. Don't worry. It's fine. There's room in a car. It's OK. So, we, you know, I, I hope that, um, that that Joseph is, is lucky enough, like I was, to see some great games in Literary Town and experience some you know, some glory and some, some really joyous times. So I'm hoping so. And on current form, 2.25 points per game, we shouldn't be a million miles away. However, we have got some really big fixtures coming up. I wouldn't go so far as to say if we lost on Saturday, um, it, it, it would scupper the whole thing because I don't think that's the case. But I think we need to get at least a point uh, and preferably more on Saturday. Uh, and if we do that, I think the momentum will build because it's all about momentum. And once you've got that momentum, it's very hard to stop it. And as Bono said, there's always one team that arrives late, goes on a run and and just shoots to the top or into the top six and, and hits those playoffs. Bang on form. Wouldn't it be lovely if it was us this time? Wouldn't it be lovely if we hit the playoffs from where, we, from where we were and we hit it bang on form? However, even if we don't, I saw a great screensaver the other day which said, trust the process. Uh, And I do trust the process. And I think that, you know, I know, even if we don't hit the playoffs, I do believe that we are making progress. And that momentum that we're going to build now, I hope will continue into next season so that when we do come back next season, if we didn't make the playoffs this season, didn't quite make it, that momentum would carry on. And with a few astute signings, we would go from strength to strength and be heading towards the top two and a comfortable promotion. Comfortable promotion, I should say. So yeah, at the moment, I would say I am... I'm I'm delighted, and I've got a feeling that we're going to nick a place. I really do. I've got a feeling we're going to nick a place. but I think the next couple of games are crucial. And I think if we win on Saturday, I think that's a real statement win because they're a good side, MK Dons. Okay, and you know, and, and their manager knows all about the town. They've got a, a an ex-town player playing up front who was quite handy in his days, and uh, he's going to know the ground and he's going to be desperate to score a goal. Uh, you know, if we can, sorry, who's going to know? the down to set up and desperate to score a goal if we can get past that I think it's a really really good sign and, and you know I'm going to be very very positive and I'm already like bottom half glass you know, half full I'm pretty positive anyway but I'm going to be even more positive I think I'll be glass three quarters full if we do so yeah I'm I'm, I'm optimistic and I'm hopeful
0: Yeah and James it is the hope that kills your of supporting this football club and um, the question will be can we break this cycle you know currently it's win-win loss win-win loss win-win cannot be win this weekend but before that what's your current feelings about playoffs
2: just quickly about just quickly about Saturday in relation to Mark's point I think if we win on Saturday our fans are going to absolutely lose their shit like it, it, fans are going to go absolutely uh crazy about expectations and about that we're going to win the league and we're going to finish we're going to finish in the automatics because we're going to win every single game this season Oh my word, Saturday, yeah. We'll park that a little bit for later. As for playoffs, I think I'm quite a optimistic person in life. Maybe not quite as optimistic as as Bono, but generally quite optimistic. But I feel there's also yin and yang in life. And football is definitely my pessimism to the rest of my life's optimism. And I think that comes with some, supporting ipswich town football club so while i'm vastly optimistic about the rest of my life going forward ipswich town getting in the playoffs i would still be incredibly surprised it would i would be open-jawed if to see us in the playoffs let alone playing at wembley in may um we are in a good patch of form that's brilliant to be able to continue this run of form for the whole season that would be outstanding Uh, that would be nothing short of outstanding Um, even if we play like some of the games we have when we've won and we just win them 1-0 and we don't create many chances but we grind them out, it would still be absolutely outstanding if we managed to get in the playoffs this season considering where we were when McKenna came in. So I haven't seen Ipswich Town do many outstanding things in my lifetime. So just finishing in sixth place in League One seems a stupid thing to say. That that would be a, an, an incredible achievement, but unfortunately, that's where we are. And based on where we were as well six weeks ago, then yeah, that would be uh, that would be me shocked for us to finish sixth. And it and even now, I would still be very shocked and very surprised to see us in sixth. I am hoping amongst all hope that it happens, but I think it's unlikely. There we go. There's That's too it. many teams in the way. There's too many teams there, is... there. It's it's going to be an absolute bun fight, and we're going to have to be really good.
0: Yeah, like I said after the Barrow, you know, defeat in the FA Cup, I just felt this team is is just done for. I, I think there's going to be a lot of teams going to be ahead of us. I, I can't go back now. I, I, you know, I'm hoping this team does prove me wrong because all of us do want to go to Wembley. Um, you know. We're out with the Papa John's trophy, so we can't do it that way. So the playoffs is anyway, only way. Um, But, yeah, just, there's too many teams in front of us. But we shall see what happens. Um, okay, then. Well, we're going to have a little pause here, and we are going to do a a return of the strike. And um, I just quickly test a uh, messaged Bono about doing a jingle. Uh, so just over to you, Bono. I don't know if this is very much out of the blue, but just, just intro it as you think you should
3: well hi it's your boy bonner here part of the koa people this is the strike brought to you in association with the kings of anglia i don't know what do you want me to i don't know i don't know i don't know
0: i don't know I didn't, I didn't think this through uh but yeah the strike is back um before that of course we've got our big shout out to our sponsors at manscape Use uh, music code koa you get 20 percent off and free delivery at manscape.com um yeah all your balls and stuff will thank you and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yes, we have a strike returning to the fan social. It's been a while. I think it's the first one since the Christmas special. So um, James wanted it, so he has got it. Um, so I have three questions and a tiebreaker if needed. I'll still use the tiebreaker because why not? Um, yeah, pen and paper if you have. If you haven't, then just shout out. I forgot to. And of course, play, play at home as well. Play at home while you're on your dog walk, while you're driving wherever you are. Could be on your way to Milton Keynes if you are watch, um, watching, <coughs> listening to this on Saturday. So, are you all ready? I
3: have, yeah. I have actually, I have actually done a jingle which would fit the strike really well.
0: Okay. well. I do have a jingle, but it's an old jingle, and I think I need to re- revamp it a little bit. So, I think it needs a new. So, we'll, we'll bring you that hopefully very soon. So, the first question <laughs> is on. Luke Hyam, because um, recently in the news on Monday, it was announced he is the new Woodbridge manager. So I thought that was a nice little question to bring you. So, how many games did Luke Hyam play for town from 2010 to 2018? So from his debut to his final town game. Sadly, of course, had a lot of injuries. um, And all the best to Luke with Woodbridge Town. Of course, we always want to support our local non-league teams. Luke Hyam, I think he scored... Three goals in total. One of them was against Wigan, live on Sky. Connor Salmon scored in that game as well. It was a a weird day seeing two players who never score goals, score goals, live on Sky.
2: Okay, James has his guess. Do you want me to read out my guess?
0: Go ahead, my friend.
2: Okay, James. 198. 198.
0: Okay. 130. 118. The correct answer is hundred. And forty six. So I think Mark is the closest. Yes, yeah. Mark, one nil, Mark. Let me just write that down. So one nil, Mark, so far.
2: I was okay. saying my name and my guest for the benefit of audio listeners.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we've got to think of the
2: audio listeners. I'm sure most of our listeners are uh, I am but... an I am a solely audio listener when I listen to. That's it a really.
3: That's a really good point, James, is, and, I, oh. and I, and I, and I thank you for making
0: it. Very yeah, good. But hello, everyone on YouTube. Hope you're doing well. I um, hope you're enjoying whatever you're doing. special content of our faces
2: if you're watching on YouTube.
0: Yeah, there we go. There we go. I'm currently drinking mango and pineapple smoothie. If you just wanted to know that, there we go. Doing a lot of smoothies now. Thanks for um,
1: asking. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm drinking Penderin.
0: Yeah, that is uh, better than my drink. I don't know why I just fancy a smoothie. Can't I'm see. drinking. I'm drinking
3: water from my. <laughs> the terrace life customized view from the U2, Town mug. Other mugs
1: are there you available. Go. Other mugs yeah, are I'm available,
3: but, but they're nowhere near as good.
0: Very true. Okay then. Question two is on our one game we played against MK back in 2015. Who scored the only goal in town's one-nil win at MK in twenty fifteen? Was it I've got three options, do not worry. Was it Darrell Murphy, Freddie Sears? Or Brett Pittman. And little will think there. I think it was the first question there. I just quickly look at my, my screen. So is it Brett Pittman, Darren Murphy, or Freddie Sears, who scored the only goal in that game? I think that's the our first visit, I think it was, to um, Stadium MK back in 2015. One nil win. Of course, three strikers. I'm, in bad. That school. I'm bad at the strike.
2: Yeah. That's what I've remembered. Okay, there we go. Pittman. Sees. Oh, and I've gone. James has gone for Murph.
0: Well, Mark has made it two 0 It was. Nah. Brett Pittman. Were you? Were you there, Mark, or was it just a guess?
1: It was a. It was a guess. Yeah.
2: Okay. Was that the particularly good season for Brett Pittman? He had. He had a fairly first, solid season for him. I think that's his, I think that's his he debut. He
0: on fire. Campaign. Yeah, I think that's his debut campaign because that was, I think, in November 2015. I think so. It's like after the playoff season when we. Sold Darren Murphy. No, no, Daryl Murphy was still been next. he <laughs> was the option. Um, but yeah, that was that, yeah, after the playoff season. But um yeah. All right, then, question three, and well, Mark's pretty one much won now, really, because there's only <laughs> two more questions, but we'll, we'll continue. Um Connor Connor Wickham, how many goals did Connor Wickham score in 72 games? Of course, he's now at Milton Keynes, of course, signed for them this uh, in January for on a free transfer because he left Preston after his short term deal there. Um, I don't think he's. I think he's come off the bench so far for Milton Keynes, but he may at some point feature. Of course, they've got Troy Parrott as well. But how many goals did he score in seventy-two games? I'm going Which to go for
3: twenty-one. Twenty-one. Oh. I'm going for twenty-three.
2: Oh, oh. And, and James has gone for twenty-four. Oh, that's oh.
0: The Correct answer. He's actually not as much as you actually think. It's only fifteen goals. Ooh, oh, that's low. Very low. Yeah, he didn't score many goals. I he scored a hat trick, but um, of course, he wasn't with us that long. But yeah, fifteen no. goals in seventy-two games. Maybe some him... appearances. <clears throat>
3: yeah. I remember him making his debut. Yeah, against
0: Doncaster. Denver.
3: I was I was in against Doncaster. Yeah, I remember him and Neil Sullivan doing a bit of a warm warm down around the pitch afterwards. He had a really high shirt number, which. Hutch, Hutch Warren will appreciate. I think like yes. forty-two or forty or something like so, that. Yeah,
2: sound like anyway, that,
0: yeah. anyway, anyway. Well, we do have another question. Just to why not play play it? Um, who won that? Was it? Was it you, Mark? Again, were you made it three nil there? 21 yeah. 23,
1: 24 Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you won. Yeah,
0: please wait for yeah. Mark. Yeah, make it. Let's see if you can make it I'm four. Gonna,
1: I'm going to retire now.
0: Yeah. Um final question is on something that someone shared in the group chat. I think it was maybe you Bono and it was on <clears throat> don't talk or. about
3: Don't talk about the group chat.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um yeah, but uh, yeah, Tommy or, Um he scored an absolute world or he, you know, he scored a good goal for a Maccarata <clears throat> FC who are a Australian team. Um, and of course he's a blast from the past. Um but yeah, how many games did he play for Town? Of course, a very brief spell. Oh, one that is brutal. Out.
2: That question.
0: Yeah, how many games? Sorry, Tommy. I actually really—I was excited when he first signed because I thought it was. Yeah, he did really well. Did he,
3: who did he St- join
0: from? Was it Leicester? No. Um, you trekked. You trekked in. Um, not Naid- Holland. Netherlands
3: Utrecht in the Netherlands.
1: Seven. I'm going to go for
0: seven.
3: Bono's Bono. Yeah. He's talking about himself in the third person's gone for four. Oh. And James has gone for 12.
0: Four, seven,
1: 12.
0: It is nine. So Mark has made it four. <laughs> He's made it four <laughs> nil. He's made it four nil. <laughs> oh, oh, well done, Welsh Mark. There we go. Boom, net. Boom. <clears throat> so um, let us know how you got on at home. Um, did you get four? Well, it's a bit hard to play at home because you have to get closest. But if you did beat Mark in the questions, let us know. Um, but can can I I just say mind? that
1: that's that's testament to the, the to the cognitive abilities that um, that Penderin will you know will give you. Because if I hadn't yeah. drunk the Penderin, I would have got any of those right. So yeah, well, there you invest know. in Penderin; it's better than Luke's Aid and it's Welsh.
0: Beautiful. There we go. So, well, that that's is a, that's our alcohol <laughs> advert out of the way. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah. Other <laughs> yeah, Welsh whiskies are
1: available, but they're not as good.
0: There we go. Um, but there we go. That's the that's the strike finish I'm sure we'll bring the strike back next week. Um, if you enjoyed it, then we'll bring it to you every week. Um, we'll try to keep it based on what's happened in the world of town and who are playing. Um, of course, this weekend we've already mentioned it, but we are playing Milton Keynes at Stamen K. Seven plus thousand town fans will be in that away. And it is crazy. Every it felt like every week there was like another thousand getting out another thousand, another thousands. It's going to be one hell of a way end, of course. Milton Keynes currently third. Liam Manning doing a very good job there after Ad. Um, but Mark, let's go to you first. How are you feeling going into this game? Um, it is. Can we break that cycle? That is the question. Um, how are you feeling?
1: I'm a little nervous about this one because they're a good side, MK Dons. And they play nice football, but seven thousand fans. It's going to be a little bit like a home game for us, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Because it, it, it's going to be a, a, is it going to be around a fifty-fifty split, or are we going to slightly outnumber the the, I, I the home yeah. fans? It, it's going to be very close, but it, it's going to feel like a home home game. And with seven thousand fans, they're going to make some noise, and they're going to be they're going to be pulling and pushing those boys, you know, on that extra yard. And I think if they're not going to if they're not going to raise their games, they raise their game when they've got seven thousand town fans coming away to watch them. Then really, you know. What on earth is going on there? So I think it's going to be a hell of a game. It's a big game for us. I, I, I'm predicting a one-all draw because I think MK Dons are a good side. And I think we're going to kind of, you know, there's going to be a lot of possession for both teams. And I think we're going to kind of nullify each other. You know, it, I kind of feel that way. There's going to be a lot of, you know, possession-based football and perhaps not much penetration in long periods when either side has got the ball, I think. I hope I'm wrong. I'd like to see us win. If we do win, it's liftoff absolute lift off and I think as, as James has said everybody's going to go berserk and we're going to be we're going to be flying and then we're going to be so so confident going into the next little run of games and it really will be a statement win but I think it's going to be a draw and I think it's going to be tight and I think it's going to be tense however even if it is a draw I, I still think that um, you know if we continue on the run that we're on 2.25 points per game we're not going to be a million miles away so yeah I'm predicting a draw but I'm quietly confident you know because of the 7,000 fans it's going to be a hell of an atmosphere it's going to be absolutely unbelievable uh, and I really do think that, you know, those 7,000 fans might make the difference. Having Morsey back will make an even bigger difference, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and I hope that uh, having him back at Evans fit, um, we're going to put on a really good show. And, and yeah, hopefully we can pick up all three points and that would be absolutely stupendous.
0: Yeah, uh, James, it's going to be limbs in that away end. And as Mark just said, Welsh Mark, um, Sam Morsey is back. How we've missed him. Uh, he's going to bring that drive that we need in that midfield. Um, and I'm sure he's going to be, that first whistle, hopefully he doesn't get set off straight away because that's what you're, to, what you're going to be worried about. Don't go too mad, Sam. But he's going to
2: be just unreal again, isn't he? Coming back and Yeah, him. so it's it's a real it's a real boost for us to have Sam Morsey back. Uh, it's been a... He, he and Evans have been a revelation since McKenna came in. Right, and uh, I think earlier on in the season, we kind of didn't appreciate what they brought to the side. And I think... McKenna's also tweaked the role of Morsi, so he plays more of a box to box midfielder. And since Morsi's been out, we've really missed that presence. So it'll be an absolute, an absolute benefit to our side for to have him back on Saturday. And as you said, I I can't wait for him to get raring to go. I'm sure he's raring to go, and I'm sure we can't wait to watch him as well. So real benefit to have Sam Morsi back, and uh, that little midfield partnership can reunite and hopefully drive us drive us on so as for milton keynes when the tickets first came on sale maybe a month six weeks ago i made the uh, decision in my brain we're too far away we're out of this To that soulless bowl of a of a place where there's no pubs nearby where the away day is crap where the stadium is 90 percent empty Uh, So I decided to occupy myself otherwise and uh, book myself away. And to my surprise and to my shock, we've gone on a great run of form. We've, uh, We've got within touching distance. Well, maybe not quite touching distance yet, but six points of the playoffs, nine points of MK Dons. It's closer than I ever expected it would be playing them at this time. So... I'm a little I'm a little bit envious now of the uh, 7000 people that will be there at stadium mk. I've been to a lot of away games this season and normally see us lose so hopefully everybody else can go on my behalf and see us win and make loads of noise because it's just going to be a great atmosphere for everybody. If we lose it's the the season's not over if we lose like if it people say oh we need to get a win or we need to get a point we don't need to get it we we will need we will need a run of form but we've been on a good run of form we hopefully can continue to be on a good run of form it's not like the end of it's not the end of the season if we do lose on Saturday but it will just make that task even harder so we need to keep that momentum it's obviously it's a no-brainer to say it's better if we pick up points rather than if we don't pick up points but that's uh, that's always the case in football. The team with uh, the top six teams with the most points at the end of the season get in those places that everybody wants to get to. I'm really looking forward to Saturday, even though I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be watching on iFollow. I am. I am. I am purposely busy, so uh, oh, well, I can't even watch on iFollow because Saturday. What's what, stu- what a stupid thought anyway? So, but I hope everybody goes and has a great time in Milton Keynes and bring back those three points to ipswich prediction what are you going for i'm joining the hype train it's going to be another ipswich town win 2-1 ipswich town as mark said it's going to be tough because Milton Keynes play great football they pass it around nicely like we do but mckenna's at the wheel three points are coming back we're moving up we're going on up come on oh
0: positivity all rounds. um Bono, over to you. How are you feeling going into this one? Can we make it uh, three wins in a row? Can we break that cycle?
3: Uh, yeah, I've just I've just got news actually from my uh correspondent um um who's kind of in in that area in Buckinghamshire at the moment. And um we will be we will be turning up um to Milton Keynes and we will be taking all three points with a one nil win. Courtesy of um Sam Morsi. He's going to score. It's going to be, it's not going to be pretty because I think both teams will, will cancel each other out. Um, Mark and James's kind of synopsis of the game was, was absolutely brilliant. And I do feel there's a, there's a little bit of a, a slight element of some thunder being stolen, but it's all good because we are, we are, we are riding this hype train. We've got kind of open ended non-refundable kind of tickets on, 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 on this. Um, and, you know, um, MK did not impress me um, early on in the season. Obviously, we are under a new regime now. It's kind of like the quiet revolution going on at the moment at Ipswich Town Football Club in kind of the backdrop of Fortress Portman Road. Our kind of fearless leader is kind of leading the way with just some nice, just no, none of this brashness that we've seen before. No, no rants. You know, he's, he's just, Getting on with things. He's he's almost like the managerial version of a Swan, isn't he? He's kind of gracious above water, but you can guarantee that kind of underneath underneath the surface, he's kind of spinning twelve plates. He's got his boys looking at like all the stats and the XG, and he's kind of thinking of how he can get Backinson to kind of do do the Evans role in case Evans is missing at the weekend, and you know, um, I just you know. I mean, MK, they also play a, a bit of a 3-4-3. Three, three. I think they've been using that for the last few games. But we've got 15 games left. And if we do come away from Milson Keynes empty-handed, is it the end of the world? Well, no. It's, you know, the world will not end. That's, that's a fact. Um, it does, you know, looking at the teams that are behind us, teams have got... Games in hand, I think we're a few points ahead, aren't we, of, of, of the next team in the table? Who and I looked at the table about two minutes ago, and I've forgotten who it is. But do I care? No, because we are looking upwards, not downwards. Um, it's interesting that the kind of the, the defensive unit of our team, and I think there is a very clear kind of split between defensive and and oh god, I don't want to say offensive. He's the offensive unit, I guess, It's kind of it's been pretty solid throughout McKenna's time. I just like the way I think McKenna touched on it today, didn't he, about the about the attacking unit. We don't know what version of the formation we're gonna get. Are we gonna get obviously we'll get the two in midfield, but are we gonna get a number 10 with two up top or are we gonna get like we did against Doncaster, are we gonna get a number what like two tens and a Chaplin who deserves a lot of kudos. Obviously at the weekend, he was, uh, it was announced that he is the um, player ambassador for Francine's group that she heads up, the rainbow tractors, which is absolutely fantastic. I actually think that I've done a bit of research that he's the first ever player to be an LGBTQ plus ambassador, which is just, I just think it's remarkable. So credit to him, but, on tuesday night some of the runs that he was making at times he was kind of on the edge of his own area helping out denacian because burns was stuck up there you never would have seen that under the under, under the former fluid former management fluid fluid that's it fluid flexible like yeah it's
2: flamboyant.
3: It's, it's, flamboyant yeah and that's 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 not just my shirt that i've chosen to don tonight (laughs) oh i said the word don ross edit that out there are no there aren't no dons you you didn't didn't
0: include yes you didn't include yes until you just said it then no so bono you're saying
2: that not only will are we taking back the three points but million pound picks is going to come in this this weekend with a sammy morsey goal on the main pod absolutely
3: yeah, I'm, I, I I have been thinking of 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 the Hutchmeister, Hutch 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 Hogan as 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 <laughs> my bacon would call him, um, because Dean Lewington is still playing. He's still in the Milton Keynes team. My goodness me, I he's remember got him. Player before. of the month
0: not he? He's been nominated for a player of the month for January in League One. Is he? Just... I might yeah. have, I might have to
3: get the old Copper Mundials out again, and you know he's only a couple of years younger than me. I reckon I could still do it job but yeah um, we we got to target him you know you think of you, you think of some of the prowess that we have in our arsenal and like the we've got to kind of get amongst it but yeah if, if we don't win I, I will be pissed off because of who the opposition are but the bigger picture and you know Trying to just approach things in an adult fashion. I uh, just, yeah, yeah.
2: I think the boys going to be bang up for it. I think I think Morsey's going to going to get him riled up. I feel like we're going to bring it this Saturday.
3: I love I love Morsey. I really I really do like the, that man. The effect that he's had on this team and the club, and you know, as 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 K Money said today. You know he has standards, and he brings things yeah. he demands things and i you know i don't think we've ever i yeah i'll i'll i i will say slightly scary, but you want that kind of stuff you know you you know you you're gonna need like a leader to 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 kind of have that effect on on people but
2: yeah you want your manager to be a head teacher type you want your captain to be a bit of a a bully sometimes you want your striker to be a shithouse in in Norwood like, these are characters you want in your team you want the skill of of a chaplain and you want the skill of Selena all like, right it's just characters you want in your team and like, they're the players that people dream of and we yeah. have them in our squad and hopefully now this is the time they are starting to tick
3: absolutely I mean um I don't often do this but when I watched the coverage on Tuesday I actually had the home commentary on um just for a change um and the Radio Yorkshire were just you know I think their managers actually come out and said that we're the best team that's kind of ever ever played them well not ever played them just this Maybe year this season yeah but, uh, yeah um be good if we were um but they were they were just running out of superlatives and you could see why they you know having having selena and i i'm happy to confirm it is selena not Shalina's no h um and <laughs> yeah yes, ben df
0: ben df is bringing the, the h in
3: <laughs> yes 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 lovely ben True. uh but.
2: just a just a quick one on the co-commentator on tuesday night from radio yorkshire he was kicking every <laughs> single ball I'll give over ref. Who was it? I think he
3: was a, was he an injured player?
2: I, I don't know who he was, but he was, he was so partisan. Uh, he kind thinking of, they should have had about five penalties.
3: He, <laughs> and more, and more. he sounded like, there's, there's an actor that's got a voice like this. He kind of sounded like him and Sean Bean put together and he was kicking everybody. Come on, ref, give over He can't do that. That's got to be a penalty. That's got to be a throw win. I was like, Mate, are you watching the game? Because, like, go to a well-known high street opticians because you clearly need the old spectacles checking because, yeah. But that's quite refreshing. I love, you know what, I love the Northern um, commentators. I forget who it was at the start of the season, but they were just brilliant. That's it. Norwood had pink boots on. And one of them made a bit of a, a remark, which we don't really tolerate in these days about, That kind of thing, but it's just yeah, good old northern commentators. I won't be, I won't be um listening to the uh home commentary this um Saturday. I don't even think uh Milton Keynes in Buckinghamshire, isn't it? I think is it in Buckinghamshire? I think they they don't even have their own radio stations, beds, hearts, and bucks, isn't it?
0: Yeah, three counties, three counties. So yeah, the cover Wickham and other other. Teams in those areas. Stevenage, probably. Luton. Luton. St Albans.
3: Hemel Hempstead
0: Town. There's
3: some those teams. Although, they,
2: definitely commentary is provided now because I think they do it specifically for iFollow, even if it's not on the radio. Uh, I think, yeah.
1: boys, we've just got to wallow in the spectacle of Brenner, Woolley and Mick Mills jumping with joy when we win on Saturday.
3: That's going to be... Yeah. Is it? Is it Mick? Who's? Who is? Who is? Who is with Brenner Woolley?
0: It will probably be Mick because it's not that far. It's sort of in in distance for him to travel. I think. Yeah, you won't. You won't go further than Peterborough, I don't think, and then you won't go
2: far, further than London. Slash. I want to Kim. see a photo of Brenner Woolley and Mick Mills high fiving at Wembley. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want.
1: a flap of honour, I reckon, for the both of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. They've, um, yeah, sadly, they've witnessed this this you know rubbish for the last you know two decades. Um, but Bono, what's your what's your score predictions? I can put it down. I can write it.
3: Um, as as I think you got lost in the mix of Hemel Hempstead Town and <sighs> that kind of jazz, didn't it? all that jazz for us? Um, yeah, jazz. Uh, Milton Keynes Football Club nil, Ipswich Town Football Club one. Sam Morsey.
0: Oh yeah sorry yeah. I didn't maybe you actually no said bonus that. points for that. No bonus points. No bonus points. No bonus. Point, no. That's no, no bon- no. No, just yeah. Maybe you get my kudos can...
2: but not my not the points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love big kudos. It's all about the sweet sweet kudos.
0: Yeah. well um, currently Mark not Welsh Mark different Mark um, he's currently top of the leaderboard with 33 points he's basically replaced Dazza recently
2: James you were, you're still up in there in the top four but um, you fell down a little bit in recent weeks I don't know why uh, yeah recent, recent weeks uh, because I've yeah. kept my negativity around Ipswich Town Football Club and guess what we've started winning games so there we go losing points um but no,
0: it's been another great show but i always like to ask as we always do on the main pod and all the pods any other business welsh mark any other things you want to add no um just a quick
1: quick you know r- rough idea from the guys what do you think the team's going to be i'm assuming that we're going to have morsey and evans in the middle where are we going to go up front with with the front three i'm thinking that we could end up with a possibly a bond norwood a luco what do we think
2: I was thinking it's going to be the same as Tuesday, so I think it'll be Bon, Chaplin, and Selena. So, com- so completely different from you, Mark.
0: Okay. Why? I,
2: I think possibly,
3: um, Morsi in for Tyreek Bakinson, uh, alongside Lee Evans, who hopefully is is fit because be, he did a, <laughs> he did a damn good job. On Tuesday, if if Evans isn't fit, I would have um, Idris El Mazzuni. To be honest, Um, even though the game might suit Tom Carroll, so I'm asking Mm. questions rather than answering them. I don't know. Um, I would give I would give Bon and Norwood a go together. Um, Bash brothers, yes, the Bash brothers, the Bash brothers, and who would I have in the ten? It's got to be, it's got to be. Connor Chaplin, who I keep who I keep calling Scott Chaplin. Because A, there was a guy at my school called Scott Chaplin, and there was also a Berry Town player called Scott Chaplin, who now plays for I don't know. Um, any other business, Ross? Yeah, from my point of view, obviously, first world problems. This has been playing on my mind. Obviously, Milton Keynes play in all white. Uh, and we obviously wear blue shirts, blue socks, but white shorts. So will we? Will we please wear black shorts? Nah, will we wear be, the? Uh,
2: I reckon we'll be um, all blue. All
3: so no, I don't like all blue. I don't. It's got to be black because the because Ipswich Town women yeah. have yeah. worn black shorts. And I oh, will tell you what, by the way, beautiful. But it's just Babanapoli. Yeah. It's just absolutely. Bonnet de
0: douche. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Honestly, I've I've seen them in person, and they they look just beautiful. It just it works so well. But um, I don't know if they will decide to do that switch out. There. They just do it all blue, which sadly, Bono, You sadly, yeah. But well, we shall see. Oh, by the way, also, sorry, sorry, Joe. I let you do on business business a second. I know you weren't happy, Bono. They decided to wear white on Tuesday night, which we didn't really need to do. Don't cast a white in their shirt, so.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's own it's a it's a horizontal pinstripe, isn't it? Yeah. Had had Johnny been in their traditional kind of even even hoops, then obviously that would have been just completely unacceptable. And and I thought we'd kind of binned that short lived tradition after the uh horror show at the Valley in December, which was just oh Tuesday night under the lights, we in white, uh, and it's like, oh actually no, we were appalling Uh, so so yeah we could have i always i always believe that when you can wear your colors your heritage you've got to stick to it and 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 do it and there are some really good accounts on twitter that like to highlight um completely unacceptable um and unnecessary um changes of of kits but yeah that's enough about
2: my kind of foibles
0: Okay, over to you James to round off the show. Any other business, my friend?
2: Yeah, I was just going to say it never ceases to me to amaze me how many Ipswich Town fans are out there. Mm. I I don't reside from Ipswich anymore. I uh, I live in London now, and the amount of time I go out and go for a walk, go for a run, see somebody proudly wearing something with an Ipswich Town crest on, it is unbelievable. I, I cannot believe it. Like these people. There's people living nearby, in nearby streets. There are Opswich Town fans that I don't even know of, and I've seen people walking around my local area. I just, it it amazes me. Uh, it amazes me that we're taking 7,000 people to Milton Keynes on Saturday. It amazes me that we sell nearly 1,000 tickets for midweek games in the house, end of the north of England no offense to anybody that's that resides from that part of the world but it's a long, it's a long it's a long way from Ipswich that's the point I was making and yet we probably is we have such great support because we have fans all over and it just I'm constantly impressed that this football club is still got an amazing fan base even though we're in the middle of league one and and there's people and people that have not seen success at all like Generation, there's still loads, there's still loads of us about, and we're still supporting Ipswich in League One. So, ah, just makes you happy to be an Ipswich fan when you see others around as well.
0: Well said, my friend, and uh, yeah, we're we're massive, boy, we're bloody massive, and um, I'm sure a lot of town fans are gonna enjoy. Saturday afternoon in Milton Keynes to um, hopefully see a win. That is our hope. And um, that is it for the Kings of Anglia Fan Social for another week. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks, Welsh Mark, James and Bono for joining me this week. Um, As I always say, if you want to get involved, get in contact with me at Rossmere UK to come on future shows and also come on game day. If you're at a game, if you want to talk about your thoughts and your feelings after a game, let me know and um, we shall be back. Um, for Saturday for game day and also for the fan social next week. If you aren't going to the game, of course, follow everything with us on our website, and um, we shall see you next time. Bye for now.
2: From true crime to football, Brexit to baseball, more great podcasts from Archon. Head to audioboom.com/channel/Archon.